What I'm going to address today are women who have had orgasms regularly with sex in the past and now are either having trouble getting there because it takes forever and you're starting to feel horrible, or you stop being able to have them all together, or they have just become very weak and it may be a progression, or it may be all of the above or none of the above. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But the bottom line is, it's not an uncommon problem, and it's not a problem without a fix. Welcome to the Taboo to Truth podcast, unapologetic conversations about sexuality and midlife. I'm your hostess, Karen Bigman, certified life and menopause coach and sexual explorer, your trusted guide through the realms of dry vaginas, hot flashes, and the enigmatic orgasm journey. I'm here to bring the often quiet into the light, to create a safe space where no question is too awkward or taboo. Whether you're experiencing changes in libido, concerned about navigating your menopausal life, or simply seeking to understand your body better, we're going to share this journey. It will be brave and open-hearted. And yes, it's okay to talk about it. And yes, it's okay to ask. So grab your favorite drink and put me on speaker. It's about time we broke the silence. Orgasms. If you've ever had one, you know how great they can be. I'm going to talk to you today about some of the issues that women go through in perimenopause and menopause that can affect your ability to orgasm. Hormonal changes, medications, stress, and other physiological factors all play a role in the infamous O. Now, there are some women who have never had an orgasm. It's actually a medical condition known as anorgasmia. In those cases, if you're one of those women, I encourage you to see your doctor or sexual health specialist. Just about every woman has the ability to orgasm. They just need the environment, mentally and physically, to be just right. Today, I'm going to address women who had orgasms regularly with sex in the past, yet who now are either having trouble getting there, it takes forever and you're feeling horrible about it, or you stopped being able to have them all together. They also may have just become very weak, and so you've decided, I'm just not going to have them anymore. It might have been a progression. It may be all of the above, none of the above. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But the bottom line is it is not an uncommon problem and it is not a problem without a fix. Having an orgasm is an amazing feeling. It is the ultimate pleasure when all those muscles contract in your body and you just feel euphoric. Everyone should be able to experience that level of pleasure. Now, what's interesting is if men have an issue with erectile dysfunction, which could be they can't get it up or they can't ejaculate, they know to ask their doctors for a prescription for Viagra. It's an issue that has been talked about so much that there's no shame in bringing it up with their doctors. For women, we think there's something wrong with us. What do you typically do if you have a problem, right? Well, you probably don't do anything at first because you're too embarrassed. You may talk to your girlfriends about it a little, some may say they not only don't have an issue, they have multiple orgasms every time they have sex. Or they say they've never had an issue, which makes you feel even worse. Most likely, 
your suffering in silence because it's too embarrassing to talk about. You might fake it for the sake of your partner just to get it over with. Having an orgasm is a part of healthy sex. If you had burning when you pee, would you be afraid to ask your doctor about it? Yet, how do you start this sometimes uncomfortable conversation? Well, I'm talking about this because it was an issue for me. When I got separated from my husband, I felt this new freedom to be able to go out and enjoy sex. I started seeing someone. We were crazy about each other. The sex was great. It was intense. And yet, I wasn't able to orgasm. Now, here I am. I'm talking about this. I am really honest, and I can speak my mind and talk to anyone about anything. And I want you to be able to talk, not necessarily as freely as me, but I want you to be able to talk to whoever the proper person is to deal with this issue. So I went to my gynecologist, told her I was having trouble orgasming. And the first response was, of course, there's a lot of emotional stuff going on. You're getting divorced. There's probably a lot of it that's in your head. You may very well get that response from your doctor. There definitely is a huge psychological component to orgasming for women especially. It can be in your head. However, if you don't believe it's an emotional issue, which was what I thought because here I was, liberated, able to have sex with whoever I wanted, whenever I wanted, after 25 years of marriage, and yet I couldn't have an orgasm. I knew something wasn't right, and I persisted, and my gynecologist referred me to a sexual health professional. There are many things that could be causing the problem with orgasming. In order to orgasm, you need several pieces to be working in tandem. First part is that you need arousal. You want to get in the mood, whether it's physical stimulation or emotional stimulation that will help you get in the mood. You want to have somebody perhaps touching your clitoris or massaging your vulva or kissing you, whatever it normally takes that gets you aroused also need to have an intact neurological system. Maybe all those things that normally get you aroused aren't working anymore. Now, most women need to have clitoral stimulation to have an orgasm. Penis and vagina sex alone is a lot less likely to lead women to orgasm. The clitoris, the beautiful clitoris, has over 10,000 nerve endings. And the thing that is unique is that they are all concentrated in this small area. But if your neurological system isn't working properly, then the sensitivity that you need to become aroused may not be there. You need to have adequate blood supply to those 10,000 nerves, right? If your nerves are not working properly, it can be difficult to orgasm. As women go through menopause, we start to lose estrogen. Low estrogen can also definitely sabotage the possibility of those nerve endings responding which then reduces the ability to respond to any kind of stimulation because, again, no blood flow, the nerves aren't going to work as well. Estrogen also helps maintain vaginal lubrication, elasticity, and thickness. Another reason you might not be responding could be that you're on medication. From my own experience, I know taking certain antidepressants will decrease orgasm and libido. So what's a girl to do? Do not give up. You absolutely deserve to have good sex, good orgasms, and to enjoy it. It is really important for you to be stimulating that area and for you to keep those muscles engaged, all for your own health, whether you have a partner or not. 
the first thing you want to do is make sure that there is no actual medical issue. Start by going to your gynecologist and have her or him check your blood work, your hormones, and the physical state of your vulva. Assuming all your parts are functioning the right way, you need to find ways to increase the sensitivity and the stimulation of your clitoris. Let's first talk about sensitivity. How do we get our clitoris to be more sensitive? One is to increase estrogen level. You can get estrogen topically or systemically, and depending on your physical situation, your doctor may recommend one over the other. So you want to try to increase your estrogen. Estrogen cream can help with lubrication and other related issues in that area. CBD oil is another one that can help. You do need to be careful with CBD oil because there are so many out there. It's not really properly regulated right now, and so the concentrations can vary and the efficacy can vary. So do your, your research. But apparently, CBD oil, about 30 minutes before intercourse, has been known to help stimulate the clitoris as well. CBD oil applied about 30 minutes before intercourse has been known to help stimulate the clitoris as well. There are also drugs that can help both your libido and your arousal and orgasm. I take an antidepressant called Welbutrin, which is bupropion, that's the generic name, which helps dopamine, and I get a testosterone pellet every three months. That combination works wonders for me. Another thing you can do to help is to find a pelvic floor physical therapist. These are people that have learned everything there is to know about issues related to sex, bowel issues, urinary issues, and everything else in that region of your body. Any or all of those issues can contribute to lack of ability to orgasm. Maybe your muscles are too tight or too loose. A healthy pelvic floor is key to your overall health and particularly to your sexual health. We've got increasing sensitivity using hormones, CBD, other drugs, pelvic floor PT. Then we need to increase your stimulation. This is where the fun is as far as I'm concerned. Lauren Stryker, who is a sexual health doctor and another podcaster, recommends bringing Bob into the bedroom. Bob is your battery-operated boyfriend. Try using vibrators or other sex toys. I've tried ones that they call the wand that looks kind of like a microphone that gives vibration to the clitoris. I've also tried some that give a sucking motion. That one is really unbelievable. There are many out there. Don't be embarrassed. If you haven't had an orgasm in a really long time, get a vibrator. You will be amazed how quickly you can reach orgasm. And by the way, he likes it too. Another thought, Viagra works for women too. It works by stimulating blood flow to the area. The reason you don't hear about it for women is because there haven't been studies done on women, which is true, unfortunately, for a lot of things. Viagra also can help women. Sometimes stimulating the G-spot, which is actually not a spot, but an area inside the, inside the vagina all the way up can help. Combine that with clitoral stimulation and you could have some really awesome orgasms. I know that there's a lot more to the biological and physiological pieces of having an orgasm. However, at a minimum, I want you to know that this is not an issue that you have to live with for the rest of your life. There is help out there, whether it's dealing with the emotional issues that affect your ability to enjoy sex or there are physical changes to your body that are affecting your orgasms. There is no need to keep it to yourself. 
you need to look into what you can do about it because you deserve frequent sex with lots of orgasms. If you have any questions or you'd like to have a private conversation about your issues with orgasm, please reach out. Karen at taboototruth.com. Subject, tell me the truth. And remember, I am not a medical professional. Anything I say here is based on my own personal research and interpretation. If you have any questions regarding any medical issues or looking at different prescription medications, please make sure you see a licensed medical provider.